All right, people, let's talk about these bad guys that we got here. Now, if you're sensitive to the pronouns, uh, then this, <laughs> this, 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 might, this might be pissing you off already right here because, oh, shit, let me see. <laughs> this might be making you mad already because, uh, because they're not really all guys. But at the same time, they're not all human either. So let's not get too crazy right here, because they, they 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 take a lot of liberties with that title right there. But the bad guys, man, I tell you one thing. One thing they did get right with that name, they are bad. Now they aren't the worst. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's another crew out there called the worst guys. <laughs> they're probably out there murdering people and everything. Also, the even worse guys. Yeah, yeah, even worser guys. Yeah, because <laughs> they don't, they don't really, they don't, they don't kill people or anything like that. Ooh, but they steal a lot of shit. They love to steal. They steal a lot of stuff, and they have no remorse about it at all. <laughs> they just do it just to do it. Just to do it. They don't need no more money. No, no. They good. They're like, hey, if you're gonna hate us anyway, we might as well. Too bad. Exactly. Stuff. They'll steal. They'll steal your grandmama's last dollar if they can. <laughs> and I'm not lying about that. You got to watch them. If they're in the room, should clutch onto your drawers because they will take everything. And on these, uh, they, you know, the money, jewels, cars, all that stuff, man. Like they don't even need it. They just do it for the giggles <laughs> at this point, just because they can. The hell with you and your shit. I'm taking everything. But they are quick to remind us, and Martin kind of hinting on this, hey, look, man, it ain't our fault. You made us. <laughs> you did society. You did this. Oh, because we predators I like to prey on people. <laughs> you know? All of a sudden, we just, you just tell us we bad. All right, you know what? You pushed us into being what we are. That's why we got to take your stuff. Because that's the way you stereotyped us. <laughs> like, hey, you blow down a couple of pigs' houses, and now yeah. everybody looks at you like you're the bad guy. I know. <laughs> Looking at us with fear and ignorance and all these stereotypes. <laughs> Not every wolf out there blowing pigs' houses down. <laughs> I mean, most of them. Most of them do. <laughs> <laughs> but not all of them. That's just that's just a horrible stereotype. Not all wolves. Exactly. Uh, you know we never we ne we never gave them a chance to be good, but that chance might finally come when a let me see if I can find it here. <laughs> that chance might finally come when a uh, when a rich genius guinea pig, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Mister Molasses over here. I believe his name is Professor. I'm sorry. Excuse mm. me. See, that's why these animals turn mean because I don't get no respect. <laughs> Professor Molasses over here says, you know what? I believe in you guys and being the smart guinea pig that I am, I propose an experiment. Put a little clockwork orange over here. So. <laughs> you know what? If I just show these animals, these bad guys, as you call them, if I give them a course, just spend some time with them and show them how to be decent to each other then just maybe, just maybe, they can turn around from being the bad guys to the good guys. Oh, will it work? Can the bad guys be good guys? Can they make, can the bad guys make a good movie? Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer for the bad guys, and we'll be back to give you our opinion right after this. Hey, you, get over here. Oh, I know what it is. You're afraid. Oh, shit. <laughs> See, that's why people don't like you, man. All them sudden moves. I'm the big bad wolf. The villain of every story. Duh. 
and this is the crew. Miss Tarantula, Mr. Shark, Mr. Piranha, Mr. Snake. Everyone copy. 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 We're the bad guys. <laughs> it's crime time, baby. Shark. We need a distraction. Do I get to improvise? Fine. Please be subtle. I'm having a baby! Is there a doctor? Or perhaps several security guards that could leave their post and help me? We were never given a chance to be anything more than criminals. But these are the cards we've been dealt, so we might as well play them. Let me just also let people know I am so happy that that song was not used in the movie. It's just for the trailer. Oh, what's was, wrong with that song? It's overplayed. Is it? Yeah, they played it in everything at the time. They ain't playing this in movies for so long. You mean that Super Kid, that evil Super Kid movie? They played at the end of that. Okay. Yeah, they played yeah. Yeah, they played the song. That, not that I hate it. The song's been overplayed on the radio. It's been okay. played in every time you got something where somebody's a bad guy. You know, they played it all oh, the time. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I was so happy when I said, please don't play that obvious shit in this movie right here right now. And they did not. You ever wonder what it'd be like if the world wasn't scared of us? Never gonna happen. Guys, we're gonna go good. Did you get hit on the head? You villains have an image problem. <clears throat> you need a makeover. So criminal. Well, there goes our street cred. Well, I'm tired of being an outcast. Maybe I don't want to be a... What? A bad guy? You're going to have to choose between your friends or the good life. They're the only friends I've ever had. You have a chance to write your own story. What have you got to lose? I don't know. My dignity? Yeah, well, that ship has already sailed. So you're a tough guy, like a really rough guy. That is an animal testing lab with helpless guinea pigs. I'll rescue them. You've never volunteered for anything. Oh. Come on, Snake, open up. Relax. These doors are complicated. Snake! Are you kidding me? We're supposed to save them, not eat them? Well, I'd say they've gone to a better place. I'm not bad, side. So, people, I'm going to tell you about the opening of this movie right here. And let me see. So, uh, the movie starts. I'm going to get into some details about this plot a little bit later. But let me just tell you how the movie starts. The movie starts with a wolf and a snake sitting in a diner talking about nothing for about three or four minutes before you realize that the whole place is terrified of these two in their on their way to a bank robbery, which is what you see right here. And I looked at them, I said, wait a minute. I said, this is reservoir dogs with an actual dog. Right there. This, yeah. is, this is this is this is uh, this is pulp fiction. This is yeah. becoming pulp fiction. Yeah, I was like, this is so pulp fiction, but you don't like right off the bat go, oh it's pulp fiction. You're no. just like watching like Hold on a second. This is the beginning of Pulp Fiction, man. And again, again, the beginning of uh, Reservoir Dogs. Like I say, except they got an actual fucking dog in there, man. I was like, oh, but they they made a Quentin Tarantino movie for kids right now at this. And I was like, wow, that's really cool, man. Except, you know, it wasn't like a parody. It's like they, they were actually doing sort of like a, a Quentin Tarantino type movie. They were playing it straight. As straight as you can do with a talking dog and a snake. Uh, I would say that coolness lasted for about five minutes, and then they start picking up a giant shark and a 
piranha and a spider and I was like, all right, well, that's just kind of silly now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it, it, but the thing is, it remains fun, man. The key with this movie, I think, because this turns into, after the whole Quentin Tarantino thing, it would have been cool to see them go down that line, but after that, it just turns into sort of a, a wacky heist movie and it's a parody of heist movies, you know, pick the ones you want, maybe Ocean's Eleven mainly. Uh, but I tell you, uh, it remains fun, man, because it never slows down. The movie, the movie's like me on caffeine, so maybe that's why I like it. Because when I'm on caffeine, this man can tell you, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking, I'm all over the place. My own minute, three different questions all at once. I was like, I, which one do you want me to do first? Which, what are we doing? <laughs> I, I can't hold a thought for no. like th- for three seconds, man. I'm all over the place. So maybe this movie was moving at my speed when I saw it, because uh, you know, I because this movie is like being around me. When I'm on coffee, it could either be fun or exhausting, you know, depending on how, you know, when I'm on caffeine. But uh, the plot with this is even crazier. Uh, as I was saying, you got these these uh, these bad guys, these these characters who are known for being frightening animals, you know, predators. As I said, you got a wolf, you got a shark, you got you got the wolf's best buddy, a snake, you got a piranha, and you got a tarantula. And all of them got skills for pulling capers and crimes. All of them are criminals, just leading, leave, living up to their name. And things are going good. Like I said, man, really, that they're funny, but they're assholes, man. I mean, they just do it for the fun of it. They don't have to. You go to that place, they got air, they got gold, <laughs> and they got money bars, that, that art. That that was the thing when they showed their lair with all the shit they got, and they're like, now we got to plan our next job. They're like, what are you guys even doing with this stuff? <laughs> yeah, they're not doing. They don't even spend it. They just, they just. They're just collecting. They're like dragons. They're just dicks, man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And they're just doing it because they don't know what else to do. They all could live really nice lives. They never got caught. But see, this is what I like about this with heist movies. There's two things that happen. It's always that last score. And it's always, well, now it's personal. And, well, that's what happens here, man. They, They see one trophy that they need to get. One thing that they never been able to, to really steal the golden the golden dolphin. All the best thieves have tried and yeah. failed. One one uh there's been one uh, uh what the the night paw or something the, the, the red paw the, the red crim- the crimson paw the crimson paw the greatest the greatest criminal out there the greatest thief out there couldn't even get it and when they and when they tried they get you know it wrecked it it ruined them so much they couldn't steal it they didn't steal nothing else and they said well now we gotta do it but when they get in there now here's where the story even gets gets crazier. They, uh, I won't say what exactly happens, but what I will say is some of the things that throw it off. A genius happens that wants to make them all good, and a story involving a, a, involving a comet that came down and crashed in the middle of the city. What? That left- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did not see that in the trailer. <laughs> the, the movie is really good about every time it's following a formula that you know, mm-hmm. it goes like, yeah, but there's also this. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? Because <laughs> we were like, all right, we're already dealing with a bunch of animals that just hang out with humans, and they all just kind of steal stuff. And, hey, we're good right now. But, wait, a comet comes down and leaves, like, a, an asteroid or a rock that's the shape of a heart that's very valuable. And now, hey, you know what? Since we're stealing shit, let's, let's just go for that, too. So it's a lot going on in this movie. But, really, the theme that's going on here is that they always have that one moment in these type of movies, especially for kids, because we can't make a movie about villains and thieves and criminals and let that be a role model for the kids no the bad guys all of a sudden one of them has a change of heart decides to be good but can he fight this whole reputation and years of doing what they the whole crew's been doing 
uh, peer just pressure. Being peer, just mm-hmm. being bad. And will it become? Will it come between all of them as friends? Oh, hey, they, just because you want to be good on me, we want to be good. We're good at this shit. Mm-hmm. You go be good. <laughs> you traitor. Shit, you bitch. <laughs> so, so, you know, friendship is probably the biggest thing at stake here, more than freedom. Um, you know, I'm going to pass this to Martin, but I would, I would say as if I haven't hinted at this already, silliness, silliness is the key to enjoying this. You know, you have to accept the silliness that's happening here, you know, because there's a lot of things that happen with no explanation and they don't want to explain what's going on here. Uh, I mean, you got a piranha and a shark that is walking around out of the water in on land, just breathing in the air. They don't explain it. It <laughs> doesn't need to be explained. Why are these animals walking around with human beings? Well, that's just the world we live in. Why are some animals animals? And others dress in nice, fancy clothes and own mansions and have jobs and all this kind of stuff. You have a guinea pig right here, Professor Marmalade. But then again, he lives in a mansion. He's, he's got an assistant. He lives a nice life. But then again, there's a lab across town that actually has little guinea pigs in there that act like guinea pigs. They don't explain any of this stuff. You just Dude, go with you, it. You're talking to a, a generation of kids who grew up with SpongeBob. Where yes. everybody lived underwater, under the sea, and would still drink a glass of water. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's all part of the humor. You just go with it, man. And I, speaking of that assistant, that's another. They just. What I like about this is that this movie just does things without explaining a, a damn thing that's happening. This Professor Marlin got this assistant. And that assistant, don't, that assistant don't talk. <laughs> you know, yeah, the, man, you, you look at this. It's a weird guy who never talks. He's always he's always clapping like a child when he's happy. You know that they're having sex, those two. But and they and, but they never give him a name. You just go with it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's it. And you laugh every time he comes on screen because he's creepy looking. Yeah. He just he tells that he tells that dude to do something. The dude pulls a levy like <laughs> it's like you don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> he got a little bellhop hat on. <laughs> And it, it is such a weird, creepy design because it doesn't even really fit with the rest of the movie. It doesn't. No, no, no. It's yeah, it's so like somebody just drew that and said, man, put that shit in the movie because that's, that's funny. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, I, I love it right there. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's, if, if, if you hear what I'm saying right now, it's, it's just absurd. It's just they don't explain anything and they don't want to. You go in, you accept this main story that they're telling, and that's it. And if you can't accept it, then, you know. Then, get the fuck on. Yeah, get the fuck <laughs> on out of here. Because, and really, I think, I, I'm not going to say you have to like the movie. Not at all. Not at all. But, I mean, really, if you go in and saying, man, that's not right. You know, you know that's, <laughs> then no, you don't belong there because you're taking shit way too seriously. But, again, go in with a, with a silly attitude. Go in with this uh, whole thing of uh, being able to enjoy a really fast-paced movie. And I think that this would be something that you can get into, even if you're taking your kids to it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, the, the attitude of the movie is it's not going to take itself seriously. There's no reason that you should. Uh, you'd be an asshole if you do. Uh, I, outside of the, 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 the Pulp Fiction opening, from that point forward, it's basically like if you took... Say, uh, what, what was the Michael Bay movie? Uh, Six Underground. Yeah. And then uh, the Netflix movie Red Notice. Yeah. And Pick Your Fast and the Furious and whatever Michael Bay you want to throw in there. And mm-hmm. all the Ocean's Eleven movies. And you, you put all those together. That's what was written for this. That's the premise. Uh, and somebody was smart enough to look at it and go like, this is ridiculous. <clears throat> 
this will never work with humans. We got to use animated uh, characters. Mm. And except they went, somebody else said like, yeah, but let's also make it smarter than what, what, what we give those live action movies that people still go see. And it's that. It's, they, they give each one of the characters a really distinct and fun personality. <coughs> um, they don't stop being bad guys, which, which is a thing. Like, so one of the things that pushed this over for me where a Despicable Me always failed me, whereas like, he's the bad guy. It's like, eh, not really. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. These guys are. And f- to not, when at the moment where you have the main character, the wolf, who is very much the George Clooney of the whole thing. They sure. even reference it at some point. <laughs> they, like, they, they acknowledge that. Uh, him having his change of heart and wanting to be good, it's done in such a way that, that, that speaks to canine, uh, <laughs> their, their, uh, you know, their, their inherent, uh, the way they, they think, the way they operate, mm-hmm. that you just love it. Like, it's like, oh, I, I get that. And as Corey mentioned, the movie just keeps going. It goes, so when it gets to the third act and it gets silly, it's just been going at such a great pace. And they still find ways to throw little twists in as it goes along. So it stays <laughs> fun. Yeah, and you know, nice. and it's and it's. I mean, really, is it's it's it parodies everything you see in the heist movie, right down to the types. Uh, you know, you got the wolf who's a leader, voiced by uh, wow shit, Sam, Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Sam <laughs> Rockwell. Um, it's good casting. No, it, no <laughs> really it's, it's casting. interesting casting. No, it's very interesting casting. Sam Rockwell, uh, your boy from uh, uh, Glow. Oh, uh, Mark Maron. Mark Maron's the oh, snake. Wow. Who, who I was. I was like. That sounds like Danny DeVito, but I know it's not. <laughs> yeah, well, I was confused with everything because I thought that was Danny DeVito. I thought the wolf was Owen Wilson the oh, whole time when I oh. heard it. I, I'm so used to Sam Rockwell doing cartoon voices. I yeah. recognized him right off. Yeah, I, I kept thinking. I had to look at my phone because I was like, oh, you know you know why I did it? Because I was like, I've been watching this for an hour and not one wow came out. <laughs> <laughs> I like, that, that's not like Owen, man. <laughs> but uh, you have the uh, uh, the snake that's the, the, the safe cracker. You got the piranha voice by the dude from In the Heights. Oh, Anthony Ramos. Anthony Ramos. It's yeah. fun, though. I always think of him as John Leguizamo's kid. And through so much of this movie, I was like, I think that's John Leguizamo. And at the end, it was like, oh, no, it's Anthony Ramos. Yeah, no, I knew it was him who plays the, you know, every one of these uh, crews have the crazy type. He's yeah. the crazy one. Uh, you got the tech person. Aquafina is the tarantula who's uh, always, you know, going in, cracking stuff from the virtual side, stopping the lights and making them turn green so they get away. You know, a little tech stuff like that. Hacker. The hacker, yeah. And here's the funniest part right here. Craig Robinson is the master of disguise, which just means putting on a mustache and a nose, and everybody's like, oh, wow, you're my father. You know, it's, it's that kind of silliness that goes on, man, in this. And the gags, now, if you like that gag, they, they keep doing this kind of stuff in the movie, man. Um... There's a gag in here that that totally uh, had me laughing out loud, man. Uh, there's a scene where the uh, the little piranha, and I say little piranha, there he is right there. You see how short he is as opposed to everybody else. Uh, there's a scene where he, you know, because they always have that scene where they got to take out one of the wait staff and take their costumes or their uniforms. That little piranha knocks out this dude that's about six feet tall, about 200 pounds, Drags his ass in the bathroom and walks out wearing his clothes. <laughs> 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 
ain't explained nothing. They didn't, they didn't have a tailor in there or anything. And I said, all right, see, that's the kind of stuff that I love. Uh, you know, when they do that on purpose, man, because they consciously did that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that's an absurdist joke, man. I love that. I love that, man. Again, just go with it. Yeah, well, so often you see that in the movie and you're like, come on, you guys, you're being sloppy. And here, you're like, they know what they're doing. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. That shit had me laughing. I laughed so hard at that. I don't even think a lot of people caught that. when Because so many people are used to seeing that. But I was like, right. that little mother, that don't fit him. <laughs> uh, hey, maybe security guard had another little uniform in his pocket. <laughs> Spare. <laughs> maybe just tucked really well. You think about wearing pants and then he's wearing shoes. Because <laughs> that's, and see, that's funny because that's smart. Because a lot of people are not going to catch that because you take for granted that they that that in movies that they do this all the time, and one of the things that I've always said was, when they knock somebody out, I said, man, how, how do they know that person's clothes is gonna fit them? So when they do it here, also, how do you know how long they're gonna be knocked out? Exactly, uh. <laughs> they might they might wake up a, a minute later. Yeah, that dude was on the toilet past out. They put act like they I think they even put him on there and look like he was taking a shit or something. <laughs> Did him wrong, but yeah, I tell you the, but some of the best humor comes in here when they start turning good, man. Uh, you know, when they want to, because they're so good at being bad that they want to stay bad, no matter how much feeling good <laughs> feels good. They they fight it, man. They fight it with every fiber of their being, but they can't do it. And watching them try to fight being good is some of the best humor that they have going on in the film. Oh, shit. Hold on. Let me see here. Oh, shit. Uh, here, let me help you. Are you okay, ma'am? Oh, my gracious, yes. I may be dizzy, but I'm alive, thanks to you. What are you... Thank you, dear. You're such a good boy. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That tell her. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like he holding a diarrhea or something. <laughs> yeah, those men. Or an, those... an erection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, what, the dick coming in his ass? Right? <laughs> yeah, those are some, those are some, uh, those, those work because not only those parts are uh, funny, but, you know, as opposed to some of the other parts of the movie where it's just moving so fast and being absurd, those are some really cute parts of the movie, too. And it really works on a on a on a on a feel good level, man. I liked it liked it a lot, man. Uh, watching this part and uh, and seeing how it played through with the rest of the rest of the film and how it affects the rest of the crew. Again, like I said, it's fun seeing how it affects the friendship because friendship's the big huge theme right here. Uh, while I'm talking about things that are good, Martin, may I tell them about something good right now? You know, don't 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 do this because HelloFresh is so good, man. <laughs> I tell you. I tell you, you you tastes know, you, good. It tastes good. You, I, we love doing HelloFresh. I, I, you know what? If you're a bad person, try using HelloFresh, man. Cook for a little <laughs> bit. You might, <laughs> might, make you, might make you have a change of heart when you start cooking with your little shitty friends over there. Sure, it'll make your tail wag. It'll make your <laughs> tail wag. With pleasure, man. Listen, HelloFresh 
and I'm about to get another box from them. I might start just getting them myself. But they are sending me something else. And my, my wife and I were talking about it because we were so excited because we were like, we miss cooking together because apparently we don't cook together until HelloFresh sends us sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, HelloFresh, what's great about this is that HelloFresh, they're a service that brings ingredients, fresh ingredients right to your door, and they bring recipes with it so that you can prepare your own meals. And these are meals that take around 30 minutes to 20 minutes, depending on what kind of meal that you get and what plan, kind of plan you get. And that's cool because who doesn't want to start eating with your family and your friends or your girl or your boy or whatever that is out there? You know, you want to tear up and cook. It's fun and everything, but you want to sit down and start grubbing and start, you know, hanging out. And that's what it lets you do with also minimal cleanup in the kitchen. Um, so these uh, ingredients, some of them very farm fresh ingredients, are brought to your doorstep in under a week. And they're all fresh. And it's also saving you time without having to go to a restaurant. Saves you a lot of, uh, I'm sorry, saves you time of going to a, to, a, to, a, to a grocery store, but saves you money from going to a restaurant. Look, we all know how much they mark up stuff at the restaurants out there. It's fun to go out sometimes. I get it. But, hey, man, you know, for all of us who want to save a little money right now, and at this point we all do, this is a great option right here. Food tastes better when you cook it yourself, too. It does. I'm just going to tell you that right now. They even I've, I've cooked some of this stuff, and it just, my, pride is a nice ingredient that goes in there, man. <laughs> so it's good. The secret ingredient is pride. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff, really cool things that you can cook, man. A lot of, I mean, listen, if you want to impress your friends, don't even tell them that you got HelloFresh. I mean, you know, unless you want to tell them how good it is and then put them on. But, I mean, you want to impress them at first, let them know that you're cooking some uh some, 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 ooh, Mark, you all right? Yeah, sorry. Let them know that you're over there cooking salmon limon. Not lemon, limon. <laughs> let them know that you, let them know that you're cooking pasta primavera. Getting fancy at the house and watch everybody like, ooh, look at you with your fancy <laughs> stuff. When'd you pick this up? Well, hello, I mean, uh, hello, hello, how you doing? Come on in here. Nah, man, um. You get about six recipes per week to choose from. And here's the great thing about that. You can actually go in and customize these. So if you know you love meat, and you got a meat lover's uh, recipe for you, you're trying to keep low on calories and carbs, then you can do that too. Uh, and you can also go and get either some very, very uh, straightforward comfort food recipes, or you can get hey, as luxury as you want for what they have available right there. Uh, and as I was saying, customizing these means that you can also do straight up veggie meals, vegan meals if you like. So check it out, man. Uh, as I said, my wife and I, and I'm not lying about this, uh, when we do this with HelloFresh, the recipes are so much fun to make that we kind of treat those things as date nights. So uh, we kind of really love cooking together with this. We give ourselves certain things to do based on the recipe, and it's been a lot of fun. So as I said, man, it's not, you know, for those who want to hair up and eat, you can, but hey, if you want to cook with a partner or a friend, that can be a lot of fun too. But here's where I'm really going to get you with this. Because I'm going to give you a lot of food for a little price. Go to HelloFresh.com forward slash DoubleToasted16 and use the code DoubleToasted16 to get up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. 16 free meals. Free. 16. That's a lot, right? And they're giving you some gifts on top of that. I'm going to spell that out for you. HelloFresh is H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H dot com 
forward slash Double Toasted 16. Double Toasted 16 is D-O-U-B-L-E-T-O-A-S-T-E-D 16. That's the number 16, by the way. And use that code for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Start impressing your friends, impressing yourself, hanging out with the friends and the family a little bit more, whether you're cooking or eating, and do it all with HelloFresh. And I want to thank HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, for supporting this portion of the show. And I want to thank all of you out there for, well, supporting us all the time. All right. Moving on. Uh, This is an animated film. And, you know, I can be kind of critical on animated films sometimes because I have an animation background. But... And I'm an animation nerd, but I like the animation style here. Now, I'll be honest with you, these are, you know, this is something that we hadn't seen before, and I think movies have done it better. Uh, this is where they're starting to do the 3D models with some of the 2D features on there, maybe dry brush, pastel, 2D cartoon looking things on the 3D models. It's a great look, and it's not anything new anymore. Sure, so uh, I mean, into the Spider Verse is the, yeah. you know, that's the top. That's the one everybody goes to. But I've seen other people do different styles on it. This is not really too different from anything that they've done out there. But I, that's not to say it's bad. I actually love the style, and it's really cool right here. One of the things I noticed is that they do it with the eyes. They have a real good, strong design with the 3D characters. Uh, and then the facial expressions, those eyes. It was a great idea using like mm-hmm. 2D cartoon-looking eyes on these characters. They could be so much more expressive. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was just. It's a nice look, man. A uh, little broad, dry brush strokes on there, but the animation is so frantic and exaggerated that it just added to the fun. Uh, this is sort of that Cal Art style in a lot of this movie too. Cal Art style is what they call sort of like the Steven Universe thing, where mm-hmm. everybody's starting to go out there, and you see so many animated shows starting to adopt this style. Now we're starting to see it in movies now. And they do it in this film right here. But again, I, I think that the the way they do it with these characters is fun because that kind of style fits how frantic the movie is because a lot of these characters have very frantic poses and animations that go along with them. And there's a chicken here. The police chief? Oh, she. there's a chicken here named... And you can see it right here, losing her damn mind. <laughs> Officer Misty, <laughs> who's voiced by Alex Borstein. Uh, that's uh, the woman that does, uh, 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 what's uh, her Lois, name? Lois. Lois on Family yeah. Guy. Uh, I love her animation because she's crazy <laughs> in this. She takes her job. Shit, if you, you, when you watch the animation, she looks like the kind of police that would bust drug dealers and use their shit. And she, because she's, because she's, she's, she's on something, man. She's way, she's way too aggressive. She's way too hyper, man. But it's a great animated character. And you'll see what I mean by that Steven Universe cat art style that they're doing in here, which I think is done very appropriate for this style of movie. She used the nightstick to keep the, <laughs> to, to keep the car going. Yeah. She's on something. <laughs> you want some cake? You seem a little hangry. <laughs> Back that thing out of my face before Excuse I Excuse me, Chief. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's on some shit, man, but I love it. I love it, man. I loved her animation. That she was a I that was a character I couldn't wait to come up to come onto the screen, man. All right, where Misty at, man? I, I love y'all, but shit, Misty. That's my girl right there. Uh cast is great. Uh I already told you a lot of the people that are in the movie. Um some other people that that uh that you probably know 
people don't know their faces, their character actors, at least for Americans. Uh, Richard oh. Aoti. Yeah. Richard Aoti is, uh, he's the, uh, he's the hamster. Uh, uh, guinea pig. I'm sorry, guinea pig. Oh, shit, that's racist as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's an important distinction yeah. in the movie. That's yeah. the only reason I, I no, corrected no. you on it. And that's racist, man. I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. to, all, to all guinea pigs and hamsters out there. I apologize. But uh, Professor Molasses, Richie Yodi does the voice, man. And he's, that he, uh, he does a great job at, at seeming like sort of so nice that you're kind of being a little pretentious in a and way. And smarmy. And smarmy. Yeah, I, I get you, man. It's uh, <laughs> so passive-aggressive the way he says something. Yeah, like he's being nice, but it's still condescending. <laughs> it really is. And he'll do his little hands in a condescending way. Oh, I guess so. But anyway, it's like, you, just, you little bitch, you just blew me off, didn't you? <laughs> you little son of a bitch. But uh, the thing about this, man, is that they oh and Zazie Bates Zazie Bates I'm mean, saying Zazie Beats Zazie Beats. Beats kick them funky Zazie Beats over here she she plays uh the governor who's man what I like about this the governor this city is awesome man it's, you can tell it's a liberal ass city because she's a she's <laughs> the, I mean, she's the she's the she's the uh she's the governor of this state with a eyebrow piercing man uh -huh. I was like oh, oh shit trendy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Zazie Beats is a great voice. Look at Zazie like, Beats as a fox. Yeah, that's typecasting. Look at it. He's like, God, <laughs> damn, this girl is fine. Look at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at this tail of his mama right now. Oh, the furries are gonna love this oh, movie. Yeah. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, they've already started. Of course they have. When the trailer came yeah. out. They already started. Yeah, there's pictures of that fox and that wolf fucking right now. I'm telling <sighs> you right now. Oh, boy. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's looking at her like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> She move that, move that tail to the little side, girl. Move to the side, yeah. So like rock and see what you're sporting. Yeah, shit. Before they cut, he just a little bump down there. <laughs> um, but uh, with you know these 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 voice actors, they're so good. In the movie, this whole thing about friendship in the in the film, uh, they do a great job at having these scenes where they're all together. And behaving like friends do. Uh, the thing with that's so that's so cool with that is that I imagine all these voice actors were in separate spaces, but because the voice direction is so good on this, and because they just do such a great job at the writing of making these characters seem actually like friends, uh, they. Uh, uh, oh damn! I think I don't have my clip that I want to show you. They do a great, oh, there it is. They do a great job at making them uh, uh, seem like they've been friends for a long time. These characters are so exaggerated. I mean, they're animals who, you know, with these cartoony personalities. But as far as them hanging out together and seeming like friends, they actually do a great job with that, man. Uh, one of the reasons why is because they're always fighting each other. <laughs> You know, it's not it's not all friendship and magic when mm -hmm. they're together. They're always arguing. They're always fighting each other. And if you have a close friend, there's not going to be a time where you're not going to have an argument or you're going to have a fight with each other. And that's what's conveyed in this, uh, this these personalities that's done so well. Okay, Mr. Snake, I'm going to give you a push pop. Great! Push pop just for me! No, to share. Why? Well, on a fundamental level, it's about putting someone else's needs ahead of your own. <laughs> oh, no. No way, Snake. Ah, all right, all right. This is going to taste extra sweet because I know how bad you want it. <clears throat> Pop me, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. What nice. would you rate it? Uh, well, it's tough. Uh, because part of me thinks, well, it's a it's a really high matinee, and on another hand, I'm like, it's a low full price because it's not really not not much wrong with it. It accomplishes everything it's going for. Yeah. So would you give it? Uh, I, I, you know, I'll give it a low full price. It was a really enjoyable movie. Good. Nice. Yeah, I give it a high matinee. Uh, even at an hour and forty minutes, like I said, I don't think there were some things that were needed in here. Uh, but and like I said, not not everything worked. Uh. Repeating myself now, but yeah, now that I think about it, I really didn't like. I really didn't did like the fart joke in here. That's one of the things I take off for. I just every movie that's not Pixar I've seen or a movie for kids, there's a fart joke in there. I'm like, man, you know, it's just a, are we are we taking like a, a you know we having screenings now where the kids just say, where's the fart joke at? You know, that's what I'm missing. I I don't know, but yeah, you know, but again, that's a small complaint with how well the movie's doing its thing. I laugh constantly in this. Yeah, I'm sitting next to you. Normally, you try to keep to yourself your emotions, but you were laughing yeah. hard through oh, the whole no, thing. I, if I laugh, I laugh. You know, I, I will, I, and, I, and I did. And, you know, if it's, if it's movies not making me laugh, then I'm, if you don't see me laughing, the movie's not making me laugh. Because I, I go to a movie to enjoy myself, you know, no matter what. And so, if, especially if I'm going to a comedy, yeah, I'm going to laugh my ass off. I'm going to get my time and money worth out of that. So, yeah. And this, this did what it was supposed to do. It had me laughing the whole time. But I tell you what I really like about this. If you're going to do absurd... You're gonna do absurdist comedy. Just keep piling it on top of each other. This thing keeps just going crazy. Like they keep they keep introducing something that's zanier and crazier. And I'm just like, oh shit, with this, keep it going, man. I I like that. I mean, we get to a point. We got uh, zombie zombie guinea pigs, man. We already got <laughs> <laughs> look. We already got Pulp Fiction, a heist movie. Uh 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 uh. uh what I got Comet. Uh, uh, and, and now we got uh, uh, zombie guinea pigs, and this is like, whoa, shit, all right. Well, you know, any other movie, I'd be like, that's too much. But mm-hmm. here, I was like, yeah, you know you know what you're doing. Everything fits together. So, yeah, it's a, it's a high matinee for me, man. I definitely recommend a lot of people go see this, uh, especially if you have kids, man, because this will be one where you can sit down with your kids, and I guarantee you everybody's going to enjoy this. Everybody's going to have fun. I'll, I'll tell you how I know, because... Damn adults were talking more than the kids. Didn't bother me, but but there was there's a woman who was in there talking her ass off. Come on now, Mm-mm. and I know no, I know you didn't do them like that. I was like, oh, come on now, But I was kind of cool because I'm like, our kids be looking at me. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to enjoy the movie. <laughs>